listeners, welcome back once again to Lost in Postulation. I am Neil Fitzpatrick and I am joined by, they tried to make him go to rehab and he said, I barely drink alcohol so I don't see the point, it's Nicola Volpe. Uh, well, uh, yeah indeed, um, who tried to make me go there? Was they, it you? They, 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 the mob. The song is deliberately vague about who tried to make her go to right. rehab. They yeah. tried to make me go to rehab, but I said, no, no, no. I was just picturing a scenario where you would have to, you know, really right. explain in detail how you have a, an incredibly healthy lifestyle and have no requirement whatsoever for rehab. Right, but that addictive personality, some would say. Is there rehab for that? Yeah, I suppose. Well, I guess so. Depending on the addiction. Tiger Woods, I think, had gone to rehab for a sex addiction. He may well have done. Back in the day. The standards for what is acceptable or in need of rehab are different, let's say, overseas versus perhaps uh, where we're from. But (laughs) never rule it out. Never rule it out. And rest in peace, Amy Winehouse. Uh, Always. Always. The 27 Club, one of the finest members. Might be the around the 10 year anniversary of her death actually. imagine if it was like today or something and that would be look at you that would huh? be spooky it's not no i wasn't that R- well reading researched. that on the on the tube ride over to the imagine. studio today i wish i wish yeah. i was that well prepared but uh no here we are back postulating once again once again once again without amy winehouse but you were quite a big fan of hers i wish i could say i was ah. I, the cool thing to, would be to say I was I was a fan before she was cool. Right, right. I wasn't. And I was a bit kind of perplexed by the whole hype. Mm. I was one of those skeptics who was like, I don't really get it. Uh, isn't she kind of just, you know, but she was, she is amazing. Like, and having listened back, I'm like, wow, she was an insane talent. But I, I can't pretend, I, I'm not going to lie to you, I wasn't a huge fan of the You time. didn't call it Adele or Amy? Depends what we're rating here. Voice. I think for, for soul, for vocal soul, Amy takes it every time. Mm. Better performances, more kind of connection, I think, more energy in her performances. But Adele, technically, from like a hitting the notes and belting them out perspective, she's like un- unmatched, you know? Yeah. It, it, both great singers in their own right. Fantastic. A lot of breakup albums, both of them actually. Kind of keep them right? coming. Yeah, yeah, for Adele, it's like, keep having those breakups because it's <laughs> uh same with Taylor Swift. It's like, it's, it's obviously yeah. helping you produce her work. So uh, yeah. Well, and Taylor Swift now, there's a pop culture moment. I don't know if you've been following. She is dating tight end of the Kansas City Chiefs. And now all of a sudden, the NFL is all about Taylor Swift being able to tap into a new demographic. Unbelievable. Her publicists have uh, swung and hit home runs yet again with this latest move. I'm sure I, not to not to cast any aspersions on the legitimacy of her relationship, but uh, <laughs> I can imagine his publicist spoke to hers at some point. Right. Uh, so yeah, maybe not sort of arranged marriage. Now it is, in 2023. It is. That's an interest. That's an interesting one, actually. The uh, the comparison between historically, you know, frowned upon arranged marriages, and mm. how we've tried to move away from that juxtaposed with the modern phenomenon of celebrities being paired up together by their publicists, basically, right. for, for clout, for hype. Why not? One to explore in a future possibility. Right. Well, Jeez. we can have them onto the podcast to, to discuss and uh, Yeah. That and list of uh, people we want to have on, but uh, who are not answering our calls just gets longer and longer. Yeah, they don't They don't really check those uh, those hmm. mobiles the DMs, anymore, yeah. do they? No. Well, Maybe we should reach out to their agents. Anyways, Neil, here we are, mm. and uh, our agents can reach out to us via lostinpostulation at gmail.com. They sure can, yeah. yeah. Uh, they can also find us on X, that is at impostulation on X, or they can find us on Instagram, that is Lost Impostulation, I believe, on Instagram. Yeah. They can find us on YouTube. YouTube. Can't remember the tag there. Was it also just Lost Impostulation Podcast? That was Lost Impostulation, the Lost Impostulation mm. Podcast yeah, yeah, on yeah. YouTube. Speaking of and this very video may even end up on there right we have it there rolling we once again. again so if you're listening right now on the podcast and you're thinking i wonder what those guys look like think and wonder no more because you can literally just go to youtube and find out please stick with us regardless of that if you do mm. not like what you see on the video but you like the audio content just close your eyes just close your eyes yeah. stay with it stick with it we'll try to do good audio even if you don't like the video yeah and we'll we'll also try to do a good appearance via video but it's a bit more difficult than we're than not miracle voice. workers, guys. Right, exactly. We're working with what we got here. The software can only do so much. AI has not advanced, <laughs> enough, apparently. Yeah. Well, uh, Neil, a lot of things have advanced uh, in the scientific community, mm. and that's where I wanted to start my mundane postulation. Alrighty. Over this summer has been weird. I've been approached on various occasions uh, from family and friends about a potential procedure. Oh. Uh. Uh, we are a one cat podcast. Yes. Uh, sometimes there's reasons for that. Sometimes there's not. Yeah. Uh, before this mundane ensue huge eye roll from all our female listeners, probably because you can skip over to the next segment mm-hmm. if this doesn't interest you. But 
I thought it was about time we discussed this topic. On air. On air. Yeah. Uh, and, and come to a unified theory of this procedure. Okay. okay. First instance, around June, in the summer this year, we're having like a family brunch. And one of my brothers-in-law, my brothers-in-law, both good guys, like both of them. I think you've met both of them, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Approaches me and uh, we're to the side, just me and him talking. And he's like, so when are we going to do it? Uh, I, I like time. that approach. I like the we approach rather than right. the you approach. So that's good. I have no clue what he's talking about. Oh, okay. Like Maybe the listeners don't putting know. putting his, his hands yeah. on my shoulders. Yeah. When are we going to do it? Like shaking me, getting me pumped. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh-huh. He says, it's time. And he points up to the top of his head. He starts rubbing his temples. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, nah, not not for me, bro. Like, mm-hmm. it's all good. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, what are, what are you going to do? Are you, you going to go to Turkey or something? Because that used to be a popular destination to do this type of procedure, which mm-hmm. we'll reveal soon. He's like, no, no, can do it in London now. He's living in London. It's like, okay. It, costs went down dramatically, apparently, mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. Economies of scale, Neil, something we learned in our classes. Vaguely you remember that, yeah. And I'm like, nah, man, you know what? I'm all good. And then he insists. He starts showing me pictures of his friends that got it, the befores, the afters. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool, man. Like, go for it. Let, mm. let me know how it goes. A couple weeks later, I'm at a dinner party. And a uh, good friend of mine takes me to the side. And he says, hey, uh, you know, I was... Uh, I thought it, w- it would be great to talk to you about this, but uh, I'm thinking of getting this uh, this procedure. Mm. Uh, do you, do you want to join me for it? We can go to Germany for the weekend. It'll be fun. Germany for the weekend. It mm. will be fun, by the way. Huge oxymoron. Yeah, exactly. Um, I doubt it. And he takes me through all the details, shows me pictures from his consultation, mm. bunch of stuff, procedure again. And then a couple weeks ago, I'm watching Italian football on the television and there's, uh, you know how on the sideline you have the the sponsors, right? Mm. The the ads. Dr. Yilchis or something. Mm, mm. Hair transplants in Turkey. So I have wow. been inundated by offers, direct and indirect, to get a hair transplant. And my answer has been, you know what? I'm good. I'll shave it off once the time gets there. Mm. But it's becoming... A thing. It's becoming also a socially acceptable thing. So I told, you know, my friend, for example, the the second example that approached mm. me, I said, you know what, I respect that. Also because he was saying, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be very open about it. Yeah. Uh, where do you land on the male hair transplant, Neil? Yeah. It's such a good question. And it, it's one of those things that if you'd asked me at any random time over the past two years, I would mm. probably give you a different answer just because my opinion right. of it is up and down and left and right. Where I'm at these days with it, is there's one particular scenario that I'm against it, right? And I'll explain. The scenario I'm against is, say someone has really attached to it to the point where they're very, very self-conscious about it. And they're like, right. they've gotten to a point, consciously or subconsciously, that they're like, every problem in my life stems from the fact that I'm goddamn going bald here. Right. And if I only was not bald, it would solve all the other problems, right? right. And because of that, I, I do think that's very common among people in general with any sort of body dysmorphia or any part of their body they really obsess right. over, right? And sure enough, they go and sp- spend big money to get a fix, right? And I think that's a very dangerous scenario because when that person comes back from that and has a beautiful full head of hair mm. and realizes that all of their problems from before are still there unsolved, right? and maybe maybe girls didn't like them for other reasons than just hair. Maybe it, there was also like aspects of their personality they should have mm-hmm. worked on or getting fitter or, you know, all of these things. So many things. And that's very dangerous because you will then spend a hell of a lot of money and time mm. on a procedure that's purely aesthetic. And honestly, if, if your goal, even from an attracting point of view, if you're single, if your goal is that if I just do this, I will attract the woman of my dreams, right? right. If the woman of your dreams wouldn't go out with you now, but would go out with you then. That's not the woman of your dreams. Because, oh, because, yes, indeed. Because they're, they're basing it all on whether right. the person has hair or not, right? Right. So I would also argue that whatever you think is going to come from it externally, whatever new behavior you're expecting from the world, mm. I do believe that The Rock and Vin Diesel and Bruce Willis and, and every other very successful and, and much beloved yeah. ball guy has found a way through without it, right? <laughs> so I suppose, and like, yeah, yeah, you got me going now on a, on a proper route. You rant. feel really passionate about this. I think I do from a, from a, and this is as close as we'll get to a self-help, you know, podcast right, or whatever. And you're coming in unprepped. Like this, this is, is top of the, the dome. dome. <laughs> top of the dome. Imagine if I did prep. But what I, what I guess I'm going to land this on is 
if you're going to go for it, you have my full blessing. And especially if it's going to make you happy, just go for it. LIP endorsed. Basically, yeah. Like if it's going to make you happy and to the best of your knowledge, then go for it, whatever. But if you're doing it because you expect a dramatic change in your life and that people are going to treat you differently and Mm. see you differently and everything's just going to go better, you're going to get that promotion, you're going to find that wife or whatever, like... Find that, new people. Just yeah, double double check a bit your assumptions there, and also double check is there maybe anything else that you could do that doesn't cost thousands and thousands of euro and flying to a different country and, right. and pain and the recovery and all that and it falling off again. I was reading about yeah, the yeah, procedure yeah. before You're coming into the studio today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and also if you were like eighty and had like a thick full head of hair, that's also kind of unusual. Like you <laughs> all know, of it, a sudden after yeah. having gone 30 years without one. Exactly. And by the way, like, yes, okay, you'll you will have the full head of hair. It will still go grey. It will still probably uh, you'll still get wrinkles. You'll still, mm. you know, your skin will change in other ways. Right. So you 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 start yourself on a slippery slope then of am I going to intervene with every defect along the way? Or is this the only one and am I done now? Because if it's the latter, then don't even do that one, you know? Right. But it's a great question. You, as you can see, I could go for hours on this. I could postulate until uh, until my voice goes hoarse, but I won't, thankfully, yeah. to the listeners. But it's a very interesting topic. Yeah. Where I land on this is I'm the same as you. I'm like, not super interested by it. A bit just because of, I just don't think it'll change much. Like, no. I would come back from that procedure and have a full head of hair. But how I feel wouldn't really change that much, I don't think. No. Yeah. I've seen... I've experienced it with my own father where Mm. he was, uh, so he was balding on top. Mm. I'm like you, more receding. Mm. And uh, he had his, his goal was, you know, have my first child still have hair. Then I'm good. Then Mm. he went to second child. And then it got into this iffy territory for about 15 years where he had this comb over trying to hide it. But when you look at pictures of that now, you're like, get get it gone well, yeah. get it gone yeah. right yeah. eventually he did it he was uh he was in business uh away for business mm. in an elevator in japan with the mirrors all over the place <laughs> oh yeah. and he Caught looked up and yeah. he's like jesus that is, and he called yeah. my mom yeah. and he's like why haven't you ever told me about this mm. and my mom's a bit like well you know yeah it, it was pretty obvious dude yeah ends up shaving it off He's been shaved for maybe 13 years now or something. It's and beautiful. it looks like he's never aged exactly. over those 13 that is, years. See, that's the right? huge thing. Not a gray hair on his head Not or any other gray hair on his head. head. Yeah. So like literally eternal youth is granted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a great, uh, great case study in that sense. It is actually, it, there's a swing yeah. to it where like you may actually want to be bald by a certain age because it's like, hey, you could be 40 or you could be 60 and yeah. no one can really totally nail it down. No, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And there is another like, there's nuance in these transplants, right? So there mm. is the transplant, you know, as we know it, which actually kind of started already in the 1950s okay, and has evolved from there. Yeah. But I was reading, and actually I've met a person that has had this one, where there is the follicle tattoo. Oh, yeah, I've seen that as well. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. They, they're only going to really have a buzz cut ever. Exactly. But it, it just gives it the look of a... Of yeah, a, of, of like a, a full buzzed head of hair. Mm. But then you have yeah. to sh- keep shaving your head basically every day so it doesn't get weird with like hairs mm. coming through the the tattoo yeah and again like with any discussion of tattoos i'm always against implement like implementing something where you remove choice from your life you mm. know so in this example you're very much lifelong committed to that right. unless you go for another procedure to remove the tattoos which is you know more laser surgery or whatever right so that's also one where i would rather say hey look maybe consider just taking the full hit you know right and embracing it Hit Full the, sleeves, the gym, back, everything. Over a beard, yeah. if you can do that, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beard transplants as well, actually, for no guys way. that really? can grow beards. Yeah, oh, no. it's a thing. It is a thing. Exhibit A, right here. Oh, yeah? You're, no. a, you're a recipient? <laughs> no. yeah. I've had this one since sure. I'm about 13, I think. Exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, there you have it on hair transplants, a wow. topic that uh, you feel very strongly about. I think a lot of people yeah. feel very strongly. Yeah, and I I've seen, so. to be clear, I've seen great examples, like people who yeah. took the decision... Probably even at the time I would have been like, oh, I don't know, but then it all works out and right. it's great. So it's not to say that it's, you know, terrible or anything. I just, it's all about the reasons. It's all about the justification, right? Maybe and, less stigmatized now than it used to be though, right? Yeah, yeah. I would like to think that in this era now of, of general like body positivity, mm. all sizes are beautiful, like all these things. Right. I would like to think that the majority of people will not judge somebody for not having hair, right? You would like to think you would, that. I would hope now yeah. that we've all matured enough, you know, that that's the thing. Right. Is that the case? Probably not. I know heightism is still a big one, for especially for guys that like, mm. guys who have zero control, obviously, over their height, still get a lot of stick and being called like, oh, hey, shorty or a short arse mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, which is 
just as, as bad as any other type mm-hmm. of, of body shaming but it's like it's a complex also on. right yeah yeah Tom but Cruise he, your friend yeah, yeah it's Napoleon like these uh, <laughs> Napoleon yeah. is the classic we but I like to think now that as time goes on 23 24 25 into the next 10 years we will continue to become more accepting of people's aspects that they can't control of themselves mm. therefore I'm a sell on hair transplants because well, I'm like okay. as time goes on probably it just isn't such a big deal okay yeah yeah well top three of lifts in shoes since we're postulating through this uh-huh. Napoleon Tom Cruise Silvio Berlusconi oh Silvio yeah he had lifts he needed them he, he definitely he needed lad. them but yeah. you know there is uh, some sort of thread which we won't go into now between mm. those three characters definitely could you say definitely wouldn't you say and this is also a little postulation the taller there, there is maybe a correlation between mm. how chill people are and how tall they are because some of the <laughs> some, of, some of the chillest guys I know are gigantic like right. they're way bigger than me and yeah. they're just like uh, yeah sounds good you know life is just whatever for them yeah, yeah, exactly. and, and then, they're looking at it from their ivory tower exactly but if you flip it then the oh other gosh. side of that spectrum who are the most amped up fiery fiery angry people yeah. you know sorry to say the napoleon complex is real you know the the former short kid syndrome yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i mean they've spent their whole lives having to you know oh fight for attention yeah. in space so yeah of course yeah. Yeah. but Probably one for another, uh, another Definitely. Mundane. That's a very interesting one. Well, Neil, thanks for this mundane postulation. No worries. After the break, we're going to come back with a whole new degree of mundane. And we are back with our main postulatory segment of the episode today. The loyal listeners will know this one, but I thought I'd give a quick reminder, especially for the newcomers. We are going to be talking through some of our favorite Google reviews from some of the most poorly reviewed places that we can find. It's a it's a favorite. It's a, it's one we stumbled upon only about 10 or so episodes ago, and it's, yeah. it's one we've enjoyed quite a lot. We do a bit of research before the episode. We both look for uh, something a little special, a little bit mundane, but also mm. a little bit suspicious. And, and spicy. Then, yeah, always spicy, especially if we get some replies from the owner. I don't have any of those today, unfortunately, I don't think. Oh, I have plenty. You have a few. Yeah. I don't doubt it. So <laughs> what, we, what we usually do is each of us prepares one and the other has never seen it. They don't know anything about it. And we'll just do a little, uh, little talk through of what we found, right? Yes, sir. Uh, so without further ado, we are going on my side, first of all, to a place very dear to my heart, of course, which is Dublin, Ireland. We are coming home. Once Leo again. the Lion at the Aviva Stadium. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was a big re- revelation from the last episode, actually. But uh, we're going a little bit further north than the Aviva Stadium. Okay. We're going into city centre of Dublin, next to the Borgosh Energy Theatre. Now, mm. the BG, the Biget, or the Borgosh Energy Theatre, is a relatively recent build in near enough to the IFSC. It's like the financial services center of Dublin. Near okay. The likes of Google, Facebook, Twitter, Dropbox, etc. The big boys dodging Indeed. the taxes. Indeed. And every theater needs a car park. And that oh. is where we are going now. Oh, so no. we're getting into car park territory here. And we're visiting a delightful car park, which has very optimistically named itself Best Car Parks. Oh, well, yeah. nicely done. So, very, Bold. like, straight out the gate, you can imagine best car parks had, you know, the, the best of intentions and right. were setting that goal for themselves, you know, internally as well. Every day they, their employees show up, they want them to feel like, hey, we're the best car park. Let's reach for something. The bad news, though, is that I can say for sure best car parks is the worst car park. Ranked. At least, at least yeah, ranked, according to Google, in Dublin City. That's there's a lot of car parks I, I, I imagine checked. in Dublin City. I checked. Yes. Now, not a wealth of reviews because they're fairly new. This one. I mean, they they were oh, constructed yeah. around the yeah. time of the Energy Theater, but uh, still a hefty number. Thirty one reviews and an average score of two point five. Ooh, that and might be one of the lowest we've had come into the segment as exactly. an average score. Number one worst car park in Dublin. Jeez. Now. Uh, let's get into what's driving this. But before we do, just a general thought. Have you had any bad car park, specifically the car park that was bad? Have you had any of those? I had various ones where I was almost certain my car was going to get stolen because you like bring it down there. Yeah. Uh, I had one in Prague, actually. Uh, you bring it down there and then they'd, uh, they'd take your car from you and you'd have no clue where they parked it. And you thought like, leave them the keys for the weekend and you're like 50 50 chance i don't have a car to drive back home 
So I've had a few that's, of those. That's quite stressful. Right? Yeah, I wouldn't be a And it's that. quite stressful because it kind of <laughs> puts a dampener on your entire weekend. But I've never actually had any damage. That's a lie. One time when I was living in Brussels in the car park of my own apartment. Oh. I came down one morning and my windows and everything was broken in. Yeah. And did you have anything in there that was gone or was it just like... Yes, actually, a weird story. There, I had a colleague who had been visiting uh, our branch of the company there at one point and who had had her purse stolen. This was a few weeks before. Okay. Colleague reached out to me after, uh, said, they found the purse. Can you pick it up at this lost and found? I'm like, gladly, you know, I'll, I'll do that for okay, you and then, okay. and then ship it off. Oh no. And then I <laughs> got the it. purse that had been stolen. Oh, man. I left in the trunk, in the boot of my car <laughs> and then it got stolen again from my car. It does one of those times where you just have to tell it, like, you can't make up a story. You have <laughs> no, to be like, no. look, it was, we were this close <laughs> yeah, to getting your purse exactly. back. Oh my God. Uh, well, yeah. No, no, no stories like that in this case, but still some pretty bad ones all the same. I thought we'd start with a short and sweet one because those are often the, the most fun. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with Kirsten Weller, who has given this one star just two months ago. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the wound is still, uh, still fresh for, for Kirsten. <laughs> but Kirsten decides to drop some serious fire on, uh, on Best Car Park. She says, all lowercase, very little punctuation, bad car park, horrible. Best car parks, more like worst mm. brought me to tears wow brought me to tears end of review i just love the sass of it like we don't know the, why though no she doesn't say why okay but um i just love the sass of this one that she probably thought or felt that this was like a real strong one best yeah. <laughs> more like worst <laughs> i would argue that's perhaps not the the slam dunk diss that she thinks uh, it is it's a bit easy yeah. it's a little bit easy i think for kirsten and what we always say with these is like kirsten you gotta outline what you didn't like yeah or else we're not on your side here so yeah. to me that one is an unjustified one star as it stands she may not even have used that car park name. she might have just been picking a random place online and saying one star for you it's allowed but now you start to as we get into some other reviews you start to see one of the key issues with this car park daniel salty 42 reviews local guide so knows his stuff a month ago says beware with an exclamation mark just because you have a prepaid slash booked spot doesn't mean there is one this Mm. car park is constantly overbooking their garage making people wait for 30 plus minutes to get a spot Mm. and then Daniel chipping in with some legal advice here says this is quite criminal I mean Daniel I think Daniel is onto something because I don't think they're allowed to print you out a ticket until it's like a first in first out thing Mm. usually at car parks right so you go to the little machine you press the button, usually if there's no vacancy, yeah. you're not allowed you're not past that in. bar, right? Exactly. So this car park <laughs> seems to have thought that they've found a hack in the system. That's why they're the best. Yeah. And the owner has discovered that you can just sell pre-booked spaces and right. not hold them because you've already got the money. Right. The car shows up and you go, yeah, come on in. Find, take a space anywhere you find one. All right. And what are they going to do? Not like, like they, they can't park there if there's no space. You know? No. And so, they're actually already kind of trapped in the place. The money's been paid as well. So th- the guy has said, look, you paid to get in. You're in. Oh, well, there's no space. But that was maybe not clear on the website. But like, mm. of course, they collect one stars like uh, like candy here. Yeah, you know, they, they, they have so many. Uh, but that's not the only problem. <laughs> so I thought I would defer to SB, a serious local guide who has 122 reviews. This, this is, is the man. This is the man. Now, this is two years ago. But SB leaves a great review because he or she has numbered the complaints one by one. Five oh, wow. in total. Structure. And SB starts strong, says, worst car park ever. And here are the reasons why. One, if you want to book more than one day, you have to book separately. And there is a convenience fee of 20 cent for nothing. Okay. So the guy's like... Um, Yep, you want to stay two days? That's fine. Just pay me for no reason. Love that. That's on top of the fee of actually parking there. Now, number two is one that's close to my heart. All spots are narrow and not nearly enough space at all. Mm. Which is also a little another hack that the owner has probably right. found. Fit which more is, cars. hey, if I make the spots narrow, narrower than a car, perhaps, right. I can uh, also sell more spaces. And right. it's, it's their problem if they can't park. Exactly. Uh, we booked for 24 hours and you can't leave the car park and come back in those 24 hours. So it's like, what? even if you've bought yeah. the space and said, I want to have this space for 24 hours, mm. they're like, absolutely, that's totally fine. But if you leave at any point, then you have forfeited the remaining time. Oh, okay. You can't leave with the car. Okay, that's stuff. interesting as well. So you don't have like a, 
a weekend pass or something, right? Like you have to then get a brand new ticket yeah, yeah, yeah. on top of what you've paid. And not there's even more. Our, number four, our ticket wouldn't work on the way out. And we were asked, did we keep it anywhere hot? It was in my <laughs> pocket all day and by my phone for about two minutes. So poor tickets, says SP. But mm. I've never heard this before. I was, I was kind of shocked. Could heat really be the no, issue with and, these parking tickets? And we know for a fact it doesn't get that hot in Dublin. We definitely uh, know that. Jeez. So I think that's cr- I've lost my ticket before and had to pay like a full day for yeah. just one hour. That I get. But a ticket mm. being demagnetized like a hotel that's room weird. card? That's like, weird. Yeah. Nah. That's strange. And then number five is a small point, but it's poor layout in the car park. Very small as well. Only one level. So that's fine. So that's... I think it justified one star from SB mm, here. Yeah. And I wanted to just have one more review in here from Anne, just because it adds one extra layer of confusion to the mix. Yeah. So Anne, like, it's a little bit of a paragraph. She goes through a few different things. But then there was this one weird aspect here. She says, the staff were of no help and recommended that we park in a tiny space at the exit, which was much too small for the car and full of broken glass. That's a new one. That is a tactic. And... I think I might be able to connect the dots on that one. Because back to your story about a a car having its window broken in, right? Right. So that's one aspect. So first, bad sign. Uh Second aspect is that glass could be coming from anything, right? It could Mm -hmm. be broken bottles. Yeah. A theory here could be that that glass is intentionally left there by the car park owner Mm -hmm. because the car park owner has some side deal with who? the guys the repairing yeah. the tower oh my god that is a deep we're, we're going like really into the matrix now and this it is. is a specific kind of tow truck that can fit into an underground or overground car park uh, which costs truck. even more so this guy oh. is hustling left right and center so this is the question for me now there was even a review two hours ago one star if you book it doesn't guarantee you space today like two hours ago okay i'm just again wondering who why are people choosing these car parks. If you can just do a little yeah. check of Google. But I think that's the point. When you're looking yeah. for parking mm. in the city on a weekend, already stressed, you're just looking for parking. You don't think I'm going to check a Google review for it, do you? Unfortunately, because mm. if you did, yeah, you'd rather just park in the water. I would literally just like drive the car into the canal or yeah. whatever. and just Or say, accept a fine for parking on the sidewalk yeah. or whatever. Can't be any like, worse than this. Yeah. No, it's uh, this. What was the name of the theater? At the Board Gosh Energy Theater. And what is the context around the theater? What type of things are you seeing at this theater? To understand uh, who's going into Hamilton this. was there quite recently, actually. Okay. The, yeah, a little limited run of Hamilton. So it's musicals, mostly. Um, that and kind of, yeah. you're not, you know, Hamilton, we're talking Taylor Swift-esque prices, potentially. Uh, it right? used to be, I think, back, in the, back when Hamilton was huge. Back right. in, like, 2017, I'd yeah. say, or 16. Before everyone saw it. And now, since every single person in the world has seen it, it's like they do have to okay. settle. Yeah. And even still, I think a front row seat in Hamilton would be 200, 300 euro probably. Right. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. But it's not an exclusive parking lot for the theater. It is predominantly used for that because it's, okay. it's right next to it. Yeah. So I think this guy, whoever owns it, is like, I'll charge what I want. I'll do what I want. Yeah. What are they going to do? Not park here? You know, right. like ultimately. Where else can they park if they're going to the theater? Exactly. I do wonder, though, does he run a risk here? Like, over time, will he build such a poor reputation? As I say, the number one worst car park in Dublin. And it's a quick fix. All he has Being to do... Being called out on podcasts across the world. Probably not Probably not the first time they've been called out on a podcast. No. And, like, it's such an easy fix. Just have the barrier not go up. Right. You know, if, if you have pre-bookings of X amount, just take the hit. Like, they've already paid, so you're not losing money. It seems like he's always full. Always full. Because just. he thinks he's getting away with it here, right? That's the thing. Probably this guy has never been on Google Maps in his life. Doesn't know what he's... No. He, he's just like... He's not answering any of the reviews. And, and maybe he's right because if he's only watching his bank account and he goes, I am making hand over fist here, serious right. money, then okay. Like, uh, capitalism has failed and I hate mm. it, but here we are, you know? Yeah. He can command that price and that service because of where he is. Painful stuff to think about, really. That's... Uh that's unfortunate. It is. But they continue to be called the best, best car park, right? I mean, That should be a red flag in future as well. I think it is for, for me. For listeners in general, always, if you ever see a service <laughs> that calls itself best anything, best right. dry cleaners, best whatever, right. just get onto Google real quick and just double check because I'm pretty sure, like my point about tall people being chill, I think there's a direct correlation, <laughs> not a causation, but a correlation between the words used in the name of a business 
Right. Put it this way, sorry. The positivity communicated in the business name and the poorness of that business. Yeah. That's one of the service provided. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so very interesting here. I'd love to follow up with these guys. I'd love when, when we're over in Dublin to oh, stop by, by bring the cool. mics, you know, bring the video oh, and really imagine. turn this into a proper investigation. Call I them think, out. I think what the audio we record would not be possible to air uh, due to explicit content, unfortunately. Because mm. if we confronted this guy and was like, hey, did you know you have a, you know, yeah. the words that would follow that would not be pleasant for the listener to hear, I think. so. And I would think he's grown wealthy enough to be able to take us to court for all we're worth. Very true, actually. As a podcast. Defamation, all, everything we've yeah. said here. Yeah, geez. Maybe we don't want to get mixed Maybe up this. Maybe this episode doesn't even get aired for longer than a week because Indeed. he sends us a cease and desist. Unbelievable. Indeed. And actually, to be fully inclusive, maybe it's a lady. Who knows? Maybe. Oh, yes. I we've, was we've, just going off of what you I know, were saying. I know. Yeah, I, I similarly, I jumped to a conclusion. Maybe but it's an entire family, a clan. Or a mafia, if you will. A kind of Sopranos-esque. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this would be up right there. Exactly. Well, there is an Irish mafia. There is. There always a has A very been. problematic one right now. Yeah. Right. In the, Ireland. Well, global. The, the Kinahan yeah. cartel, they have a bounty placed on them by the US government currently. Mm. That was communicated by the uh, US ambassador in Ireland. For anybody, a bounty for any member of any the cartel? Mem- no, for the top three, if you can provide okay. any info leading to their arrest okay. or interruption of business, you can get a bounty of like $1.5 million or well, something like that. It's do we like, know where they're hiding potentially? Dubai. Okay, not a car park in Dublin. Not in best car parks. And okay. I don't, I think they, they probably, if they ever were running a car park racket, they yeah. no longer probably are. They're no, one of the most uh, successful drug smugglers in the world now, okay. currently, the Kinahans. And so, I imagine uh, there's no extradition treaties between the United Arab Emirates and hey, Ireland or the what US. What are the chances? Yeah, <laughs> well, that is a go. big part of the deal, I think. So they used uh-huh. to be based in Spain, apparently, and then they, they upped uh, sticks and okay. took to slightly But they're Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. Very interesting. I can send you some some reading material on them. Did not Please expect do. did not expect to get into the Kinahans as we were talking no. about the best car the parks. Kinahans. Kinahan. Kinahan. Yeah. Kinahan clan gang. Yeah, clan. They've been referred clan, to okay. or, or gang or family right. or yeah. Okay. Um, probably not worth spending too much family. time talking about yeah. them on the off chance that they listen to Lost and Postulation. Well, yeah. Well, and they don't decide. know where we're based. Exactly. We've yeah. never mentioned no that extradition. Once. No extradition yeah. treaty the other way to the UAE for Certainly us. Certainly not. Jeez, um, I hope so. Well. Um, but that was Best Car well, Parks. Thank you for visiting. Yes. Uh, you unfortunately need to pay extra to get out of this segment now. Um, if you don't have your ticket or if, you're, if you've lost your ticket. So you can just mobile pay me and we'll, uh, we'll move on to the next segment. Absolutely. Take a quick break and be right back. Listeners, welcome back. Now, after having traveled to a car park in Dublin, I'm going to take us, Neil, to the land of maple syrup, to the Mm. land of the Canucks. I'm going to take us to Vancouver, British Columbia. Fantastic. Fantastic place. Big fan of Vancouver myself, actually. Was there once, uh, maybe 13 years ago or so. Okay. Positive experience, yeah. Very positive. Positive in general in Mm. Canada, right? Have you ever met someone who has been to both the U.S. and Canada and says, eh, I prefer the U.S. Well, I lived in the U.S., so I guess it's not really fair. Nah, but it from is, a tourism perspective, I yeah. think most, the reason I ask from is because... From a tourism perspective, yeah. yeah. Almost everyone I've ever talked to who's mm. been to both goes, oh my God, Canada is like 10 times better. Well, I think a big thing about Canada that has going for itself, apart from, you know, universal healthcare, be careful, the, mob, the mob will comfort oh, for geez. us on that one, yeah. um, is that... It's just so sparsely populated. Mm. It's the second largest country on earth, but it only has 30 million people space, living in it. Space for everybody. And the nature is unspoiled and fantastic to, to experience, right? Kind of Sweden vibes, actually. Same kind of thing, right? Yeah, Norway even, I would say. You see, yeah, even that better. Type that of beauty. Yeah. But Sweden in the sense that like you have all that land and then like four cities and yeah. that's kind of it, you know? The only thing is, whereas the US you have massive diversity in terms of climate where you mm. can also have places like LA or Miami where you don't have winter. Yeah. You have winter everywhere in Canada. That is true. And it can be quite long. Yeah, so, and but isn't that also because 95, I think it is, percent of the population live within a few hundred kilometers of the US border, right? So yeah, definitely. In terms of longitude, it's just like all the same thing that right. you're getting basically. There you go. There's no diversity, of course. Right. Unless you go further north and then you're in the bloody Yukon or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. Another wonderful lesson in geography. Thank you, Neil. Free of charge. Uh, Free of charge. For now. How are we not charging for this? (laughs) All the geography content. So, Neil, I'm going to take you to Vancouver. The type of establishment I'm going to take you to has actually been inspired by recent events that have uh, been been taking part in my life. So, Mm. 
I've spent a significant amount of my weekends in the last few weeks going to a local baby store here in mm. Copenhagen. The Baby Sam, they call it baby in Copenhagen. And my wife and I would look at each other dumbfounded on so many occasions by the type of service and type of people we had to deal with in these stores. Mm. The the utter incompetence, <laughs> lack Ouch. of service. Uh, and hearing the same complaints from everyone yeah. um, that uh, that had to deal with this industry, well, at the same time, you're you're spending dollar, you know, yeah, on yeah, baby yeah. stuff. Like it's it's no joke. And so then I said, okay, like, is it just here? Is it just this mm, chain? Mm. And I started doing research, started going all over the world looking for baby stores, and it seems to be a theme that baby stores yeah. provide atrocious service and lack in competence and. Wow. Part of that lack in competence, I think, and sometimes it's a bit strange, mm-hmm. is they have 16, 17-year-olds working there mm. who maybe have no clue what anything is, right? Yeah, it's the, like, you know, you're on hunger strike and you're working in a supermarket exactly. type of vibe. Recent yeah. babies themselves, you know, that's right. it. That's the experience, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 So, so, yeah. So, I went to Canada and I found West Coast Kids in Vancouver. Okay. 2.8 on Google Ouch. reviews, average with yeah, 514 yeah. reviews. So that That's is a huge. solid 2.8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. um, now, very interesting here, and this is the first time I came across this, when searching baby store in that area, just typing in baby store on top of Google Maps, you have sponsored results. Wow. And this was actually the top sponsored result. Okay, so, so they're th- working they on paying. it. Yeah, they're yeah. on their Google ads to appear first in your Google Maps when you're searching for a baby store in Vancouver. So the first thing you see when you search for one is with 2.8. West Coast Kids. West Coast Kids. Now, even though they say kids, it is babies predominantly that they're going after, is it? Or Yeah, predominantly yeah. babies, but then, you know, it, it extends to toddlers. Yeah, you know, yeah. They still need car seats. They still need, you know, a bit of a different yeah. aerodynamicness in their, uh, in their you, seats. <laughs> maybe this is just for the ignorant like me, but can yeah. you describe briefly, if there was a pie chart of like what it is they sell, mm. is it like clothes, accessories, toys? Like what, what is the breakdown here? Like clothes and accessories primarily and then in terms of margin i would say probably 70 percent of that comes from the strollers oh really yeah because yeah. they the, charge they're like it's like buying a car it's like days. buying a car yeah it's like buying a car in Jeez. fact we had to give our car up yeah. to be able <laughs> exactly. to afford a stroll um so yeah Sad. west coast kids and again like i said common theme to what we were experiencing first review jill arthur mm. seven months ago she's made six reviews why is it that I dread going to this store? Oh, Joe. An open question to the audience. But then she answers it herself. Good. Because what the staff are really good at is the cashier. They are excellent at having the client spend money. What are they awful at? Another question. Helping clients. Whoa, Joe. Please, for the sake of the main street and Vancouver community. Nice. Pay your staff more. So they are incentivized to provide better client-centered service. I have a gift certificate here, and I would rather pay money elsewhere than spend my certificate here. So what do we think of Jill's solution, just out of interest? Mm. Do you think that's actually the right move here? Like if they were to just increase the wage of every staff member, Mm. that we would see the results that she wants? Would you, I guess, I guess her logic, probably the background from which she's coming, Jill, Mm. is that you're able to attract better talent by offering higher salaries. That's not what she said. She said more motivated. More motivated. Well, then you would have to make it a bonus based on Mm -hmm. service level provided, which Jill is not recommending here, but we can make this a build off of Jill's, right? I would just, I think from a HR perspective, Jill, it maybe just needs a second round of brainstorming as to solutions okay. and yeah. I, I just I don't think it's necessarily her role to come up with solutions here either I like the complaint it's very clear great, mm-hmm. at, great at the cashier terrible at uh, you know customer service I just think um, in, in Google review etiquette or like best practice Google reviews mm-hmm. solutions are you know nice to have but not needed Okay. And I love to have, you know, a clear description of the issues. That's that's okay. what I'm after. Objectivity so is key. I'm not going to knock Jill too much for that. Okay. I just don't think that that's necessarily the solution here. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Well, let's see what the others have to say. But mm. before that, oh. the establishment replied. Here we go. And then what I found is the establishment replied to every single oh. poor review with this same thing. Oh, okay. Hello, Jill. 
Thank you for your review on our Vancouver store. We appreciate your feedback and apologize for any troubles during your shopping experience with us. Mm. At West Coast Kids, customer service is our top priority. However, I understand with reading your review, this is not the impression we had left. We would like to hear more on your experience. Mm -hmm. If possible, please email us at feedback at westcoastkids.ca. Yeah. Undercooked, lukewarm. Mealy mass, insincere. <laughs> yes, yeah. I think so. Mm. Um, Christoph Schmidt, who's done six reviews. Okay. For starters, it's really hard to find someone to help you. I've experienced this myself. Mm. The staff is all over the floor, but it seems impossible for them to distribute their attention between customers. So we have an understaffing issue as okay. well, it sure. seems like. Here. Fine. When you ask to get help with a purchase, we've been pointed towards different staff members and had to reproach them. I think he means reapproach them. Mm to explain what we were looking for. Okay. That can be quite a frustrating yeah, experience, yeah. even if you're just out buying TVs. Shouldn't be necessary. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes team members disappear in their back storage <laughs> and you wait ages for them to come back mm. to let you know what they couldn't, that they couldn't find what you were looking for. Mm. Classic Always tactic. Always a bit of, a, yeah, yeah. yeah. They also have a horrible final sale policy with no pre-purchase communication about their terms. Okay. This happened to us and a lot of our friends before. So you see, it's kind of... Mm, uh, okay. I would recommend TJ Kitties for everyone who prefers a good customer Better experience. Better name. Better name as well. Better name, huh? TJ Kitties. And then gets the same reply from, from the establishment. But, you know, yeah. you see here there there are themes in terms very much around the customer service. I just think West Coast kids have been greedy. As you said, yeah. back to the margin point, right? They, they make squeezed. money. Yeah. This industry is a gold mine. 100%. And, I mean, for, especially first-time parents, right? They're going to be a little bit unsure. It's a, They don't know what they're doing. They don't know the price levels. Totally insecure. Yeah. So you go in and you're like, uh, is this what a stroller costs? I guess it does. So let's right. get one of those. $5,000. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. So they prey on that. And then this business, noticing that the revenue was amazing and the, and the margins were good, they were like, oh, I can just hire like one person to be here and right. it'll be fine. It's a, it's a shame. I don't think they'll last. I think TJ Kitties is going to eat their lunch sooner or later. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Maybe maybe yeah. West Coast kids can, can pick it up. But it goes on and on. I'll just read a bit of these next ones. Tammy Dyer, buyer beware. They deserve no stars. Shopping at West Coast Kids has been the worst experience. Horrible customer service. Waited five months for a crib that was apparently still not available for another three. And on and on and on. I fully buy that. Thank, thank you, Tammy, for the review. Tammy. Can I just do a little aside here? Please. I am sick. We've done a few of these now. I am <laughs> sick and tired of reviewers saying they deserve no stars. Or I would give zero if I could. Because you can't. That's not the system. Yeah, okay? it really doesn't help. The system is one to five, okay? And everyone always... It's so common. I don't get why it's so common. People always say the same thing. I have to give one star, but would love to give zero. <laughs> but like, there isn't that. There's like... It's the minimum. Give the minimum, which is one. Don't feel bad about it. Like that is the lowest score. You know. Yeah. I just, I'm sick. I'm so sick of it. Yeah. I don't know why so many people get stuck on this point and write it. You know, they right. take the time to be like, why can't I? It's yeah. just it kills me. Sorry. Just Tammy. No, no offense to Tammy. I'm no sure she's great. Tammy. Great review. But like, I have to say now that was yeah. That's the, the the straw that broke the camel's back on this one for me. And then we have Calvin Ling, local guide, who gave one star and actually did a live review. Oh wow! Cool. No service at all. Been waiting in the store for 20 minutes to ask a question about a car seat. He's in the store. Wow. He then moves. We were on the mission to look for a car seat for our five-month-old. We knew what we were looking for, and it should have been a quick purchase. I tried to ask one question before we finalized our purchase, but was told to give them a few minutes. Huh. I obviously didn't expect to wait just a few minutes, I knew it was going to take longer. I waited 20 minutes to find out the staff who were available skipped us to help someone else. Ouch. Typing this as I am sitting in my car, and now is done. Heading over to Toys R Us to get what they could have sold us in less than five minutes. That's a big blunder from West Coast Kids. Yeah, eh? I mean, this guy had time to type the review basically on his way yeah. to the competition of Toys R Us. That's a golden rule for businesses. N never give them time to type the review, you know? Because they will, especially if people are bored. Like if you say, yeah, you, you, we'll be with you in 20 minutes. That's prime review typing time. So you just need to keep them busy. Keep them distracted, you know? Don't let them. Or, no. you know, give yourself a chance to turn around their opinion before they write the review. 
he went straight to one star there after one thing went wrong. So maybe yeah. a bit harsh also. Exactly. And I think the winner that takes it all is Winnie F, local guide with 29 reviews. Very long review. I'll select uh, some pieces of this one. Um, I was surprised and was hoping for the same service. Nope. The guy left and she did not even look at the people lined up. Just flatly called out. So they switch personnel at the cashier. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just flatly called out in our direction. I can help the next in line. You can hear her eyes rolling <laughs> if that is even a thing. Love okay. It, love it. Yeah. Prosaic. Yeah. She made zero eye contact with me. Mm. And after the transaction, she did not say anything. Never mind a thank you. She put the receipt on my items and turned around. I felt so shocked at the stark difference in attitude and stuck around to see if she was like this to the next female customer. And sure enough, yes. Well, that's good. Same terrible service. Nothing personal, you know. Here it comes. Uh-oh. So unless you are a handsome, six-foot, blue-eyed man, <laughs> oh, you will no. get, all caps, zero service. This store is not cheap. You can get the same products at other stores owned locally. Hmm. Support the locals, oh, Neil. okay. Throw in a bit of shade here. Yeah. And get much better service. And this is, this is the zinger. My baby and I are just disappointed. Oh, the baby. Don't bring the baby into this. The baby's oh, a baby no, store. The I baby mean, has no opinion. The, ba- the baby doesn't know what's happening. Jeez. Come on. No, this the, is, the baby is involved now. So. She didn't need to bring the baby. That is, no, that, is kicking, that is kicking West Coast kids when they're down, you know? Yeah. Say, I'm disappointed. Not only that, <laughs> little Tyler here is also disappointed. I, I don't think there's much that's down about West Coast kids' revenues this year, though. I'll no, they're doing much. just fine I mean, by the post-pandemic baby boom, potentially and also in Canada. With these businesses, I was also thinking, you know, the birth rates in general are falling, right? So yeah. these these companies have to find a way to either crank up the margin or like, I don't know, just yeah. increase prices. Quote, unquote, yeah. innovation. Exactly. Like the cup holder all of a sudden is a bit tighter on the straw. Oh, yeah. By the way, everything's an add-on. It's like yeah, going and yeah, buying yeah. a luxury car. Yeah, yeah. The cup holder on the on stroller, the stroller yeah. is an add-on. Yeah. I can just, I, I'm not a child owner, haver or whatever, but no. I can already anticipate if ever I am, this will drive me nuts. It, it drives me nuts. It drove yeah. me to this yeah. where then I was like, okay, West Coast kids, bad. Mm-hmm. Let's cross the street to the Babies R Us in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there you just start reading through this and Same. useless staff, hopeless staff, terrible service every time I've gone there. Mm. And so it is, Neil, might I conclude, an industry problem. I think so. As we said, it all comes down to the profile of the shopper as they come in, right? These are people who have no experience. It's like when, when someone's car breaks down and you bring it to a mechanic and they're like, oh, right. yeah. full oil change here. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. when the plumber comes over with yeah, exactly. all the tools. Oh, yeah. this all has to go. Yeah. You know, I like have to tear down all your walls, you yeah, know, yeah, just yeah. To, to unclog your sink. Exactly. And then if you question it, they're like, oh, do you want to do it? Oh, you want to do, so you yeah, want to yeah. do it? Like, come on. By the way, it's not insured if you do it yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, Boom. exactly. Yeah. No, no, I don't recommend it, but you do you. Do you. you know, I'm just <laughs> saying it's going to cost you 50000 uh, you know. Um, <laughs> this this is sad. It's, it's one of those predatory industries, sadly, I think, where you know, p- people fall victim to their excitement, their want to get the best for their child. You know, there's yeah. a lot of emotions tied up in this, of, of the, right. the love for the baby all getting mixed in with the urgency to buy a stroller. It's like, ah, it, right. it, it's not not something that I, I, I feel brilliant about actually thinking about it now. But And yeah. it's easy to guilt trip, I think, up and coming parents into... Exactly. You don't want to come across as a bad parent, do you? Yeah. you don't oh, that stroller. That the, one's the a stroller death that's trap. 20% yeah. off, like... Uh, <sighs> I mean, if you're you willing to compromise incidents with that one last yeah, year, so. exactly. Yeah, highly flammable that one. Yeah. Just, or like, the, the suspension is just a little bit too stiff. I mean, yeah, we, don't, yeah, exactly. we don't want the baby getting exactly. uh, rocked around. The in turn there. radius is just dangerous. Sometimes it starts turning and just keeps I spinning. Mean, if yeah. you don't want to turn corners, it's on you. Yeah. I, I have seen terrible strollers in the past which had no. Uh, no, like, what's the word? You know, pivot on the wheels. Oh, so you, like some of the shopping carts. In yeah, the see, you have to do a wheelie to turn the child. Like, so as long as you're avoiding that, then I think you're fine. You yeah. Know? We oh, don't man. need the, the hydraulic suspension or anything like right. that. You know? Yeah. But geez, I'm looking forward to seeing the, the stroller, the pram, I would call it, or buggy, uh, to use Irish uh, parlance. But I'm looking forward to seeing the one that you ended up with. It's actually. a spaceship. I can imagine. It's only, only the best. I just hope it doesn't get stolen. Like, do they, I wonder? Can you lock them? That's the thing. Do you? Do yeah, people you, lock can, you, yeah. you kind of bike lock them. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Okay. We're planning to have ours inside, like in the lobby of the of yeah. the apartment, like tied to the stairs. Nice. Uh, nice, nice, nice. And then, uh, and then see where it goes. Exciting stuff. If it goes, yeah, it's super exciting, especially for those not parents who who are listening to this. But uh, 
we've just called out two predatory industries in the same episode. And a, and a gang while we were at it, and as well as a car while we park. We had it. Shots fired. Do we have any positives to to maybe just to balance it out? Do we have any positives to fire off? It doesn't even have to be car parks or baby stores. I'm just literally wanting to balance out the uh, the otherwise negative vibes here. I mean, general positives is that if you need a place to park your pram or stroller in Dublin. You could try the best car park. I'm sure they'll make space for you. Well, the spaces seem to be yeah. perfectly tailored to prams <laughs> because cars. Uh, yeah, apparently cars can't fit in them. And well, um, yeah, maybe you'll, you'll find a spot between two cars. I don't know. Absolutely. Go. Well, Neil, any parting shots not for the that, listeners? Not that I know of. I think it's been a fun one. We love, I think with these Google reviews, we've had great responses from the listeners where they find yeah. ones, particularly where the owner fires back. Those are usually always yeah. pretty spicy. So yeah. Listeners, you know the drill. Fire away. The usual platforms apply. We want to hear from you. And visit the establishments. Listeners in Mm. Canada, go to the baby store. Even if you're not expecting a baby, listeners in Dublin, even if you don't have a car, try to ride your bike into this car park and let us know. Actually, that would be interesting just to know if you show up with a bike, what do they try and charge you for that? Right. He'll probably charge an arm and leg. I just want to know what it was. But uh, amazing stuff. What if you show up on foot um, Mm. and then you just... Occupy a parking yeah. can space I, standing can there. Can I park here? Yeah. And he'll say, where's your car? And he's like, no, can I, I park, park here? here? Can I park myself here for half the day? And you just stand there. Do you there know what? Like, given the property crisis in Ireland, it's not that ridiculous to think <laughs> that someone might say, hey, look, if I pay you for a parking space, can I set up a tent and sleep in there? And this will be my new home, you know? <laughs> it's not, it's genuinely not the craziest. I mean, it is crazy, but... I wouldn't be surprised. Property could, prices could be a heated high. parking lot. Uh, I don't know if this guy pays this. It's probably deeply heating. unhealthy, if nothing else. You've got yeah. nothing but car fumes, fumes. like all around. <laughs> yeah. that. Probably not great. Yeah. No. But the housing crisis is serious in Dublin, so I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, to all our friends yeah. in Dublin, to all our friends in Vancouver, to all our friends all over the world, we bid you farewell. Thanks for joining. Thank you. Thank you.